0: Log Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy MLK Day, everyone. This is a day that uh, everyone on the U.S. side is celebrating Martin Luther King Jr. for all of the incredible uh, advocacy and work that he did in the civil rights movement. So again, we embrace and we celebrate and we're so thankful to uh, Dr. King and the King family for all of the sacrifices that have been made. And of course, this day, we mark this wonderful celebration. And so I can remember being uh, a little girl sitting on my mom's lap uh, back in 1968 uh, and I was, I, I think I was all of about five or six years old almost, and I can remember the day uh, that he lost his life. Uh, and I remember my mom just, you know, feeling despair and just feeling so sad. And uh, of course, as a young child, I didn't know everything that was going on, but I can certainly remember all of the um news and all of the pictures I saw of civil rights marches and all of the different things that were going on, I still remember those things. And so here we are today in 2021, and because of a lot of his effort, civil rights laws were created uh, protecting our liberties. And again, you know, we have a long ways to go in many ways, and yet, We've come a long way, and so I'm just very, very thankful. And so, again, um, we're celebrating our MLK Day here in the U.S. of A., uh, it is a beautiful beautiful day here in the atlanta ga area where i am broadcasting live from of course we're expecting some serious wind and cold coming through uh, because um, georgia is kind of a pass-through state right it's like we get a lot of other people's weather passing through um, and so as a result, we don't really have like one cold winter where it's cold all winter long. It is not unusual to have a week of cold weather and then uh, a week of warm spring-like weather, and then it turns back cold again, and then we may get a little bit of fall weather mixed in there. So it's very interesting here in the state of Georgia. I'm, I'm from Georgia, and I I can, you know, I can remember as a small child when it with it being much colder than it is right now. So again, I'm enjoying it because I don't really want it to get that cold. And so hopefully, hopefully we will be able to get through this week without a lot of cold weather. Now, with for all of you who are in other eastern northeastern states, uh, you know, we we are keeping our prayers for you. My goodness, uh, so much cold weather. Uh, and um, again, just make sure that you you keep yourself wrapped up and keep yourself warm, plenty of soup and warm beverages, and making sure that you're taking in that vitamin C, uh, which is so important so you don't get a cold. Well, enough about that. I want to go ahead and start uh, off with letting you know that Our theme for the month of January uh, is all about building blocks for a successful startup. And of course, all this month, we're giving some really good startup tips. We talked about, I believe, creating a business plan on last Monday. So you may want to go and and listen to that. And today, uh, we are going to be talking uh, a little bit uh, all about Um, you know, some better ways to get your business going, some ways to get your business actually started. So without further ado, I want to go to the Lord in prayer, uh, which is so very, very important as we look to God for everything. And as many of you know, I'm Christian and uh, Women About Bids. We reach out to so many Christian women who are wanting to start and grow their businesses. So let us go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father. Thank you so much for allowing us to wake up this morning. Oh, yes, Lord. We want to first and foremost to give thanks to you and show our gratitude for being able to open our eyes in this beautiful world and to have another day, Lord, to accomplish our business dreams and goals. Bless us, O Lord, as we pursue being queens of our empires, taking action, and being the leaders that you would have us to be. Lord, let us not procrastinate on our business goals and tasks but be steadfast, unmovable, and unshakable. We ask for a special blessing over all of those women, dear Lord, that might be struggling right now with debt, feeling alone and isolated, and not sure which way to turn. Let them know, Father, that they are not alone. Give them the inner peace and strength, and send resources and others to them that can help. We thank you for all of the blessings that you have given us, and we embrace and accept all those blessings that are yet to come. Thank you for Successful Woman Radio, O Lord, and for all the listeners that support the show, Father. Give me, Father, a ready recollection of words and resources to share that women may find value and be able to apply this to their businesses. It is in Christ's name that we pray, amen. So here we are in the second week, uh, or basically at the top of the third week of January, right? And so many things already should have occurred for you. Number one. You definitely should have some clarity and focus about what it is that you want to do with your business, what it is that you want to experience within this first 90 days, right? You want to make sure that you have that clarity. One of the things that we've been doing over at Women About Biz is that we have the clarity and focus challenge going on. It is a 28-day program, and of course, um, you are more than willing to just jump right in and start your day one this week, right? But this this program is, is very special to me because I realized that while a lot of people are working on New Year resolutions, a lot of people are working on their vision, sometimes it's a little bit difficult to, to come up with a resolution or to really to figure out where you're going because you really might not be clear on what it is that you want. Or You might be clear, but you've got to work and sort out some things within your own self in order to admit that you want the things you want, right? Um, Very, very important. Clarity is something that you cannot just do one time. It is not a one-time exercise, right? But clarity is something, if necessary, you have to ask yourself um, every day and every hour, if necessary, what is it that I want to explain? Experience in my life and in my business. You, you ask yourself the question for both life and business, why? Because you don't want to have any conflicts, right? You don't want to, on the business side, want to do one thing, and, but it conflicts with what you want overall uh, in your life. So that's very important for you to take note of that. So again, last week, we talked about creating a business plan. This week, we're going to talk about you know, launching your small business and some of the things that you are going to need to do. But first, what I want to do, if you'll remember, one of the things that I promise is I'm going to go ahead and stick with the five questions of business leadership from last year, just for the month of January, because I believe these questions are very foundational, and it is just that important. So here's question one have you set your business foundation? Again, have you set your business foundation? There's five core areas that I want you to pay attention to that you need to take a look at. Number one is your legal structure and setup. You know, um, these days, A lot of small business owners fall very comfortably under an LLC formation structure. And so, you know, you definitely want to take a look at the LLC. There's great information out all over about forming an LLC. Uh, But what you may want to do is visit your local Secretary of State website, which will give you, you know, its full definition and what's required of you to get that all set up. as as well as a tax EIN number, right? And I've had so many um, members of Women About Biz say, hey, if I already have a tax EIN, do I need to get a new one if I set up my LLC? And the answer to that is absolutely yes, you need to get a new tax EIN if you set up a new LLC. Remember, an LLC is an entity and it is treated like a person. And so it has its own number identifiable with it. And that is that EIN. So if you're using an EIN right now for your taxes or anything like that, then it's very, very important that you realize you are going to have to assign, get a new EIN assigned to your new LLC. Okay? The second core area of setting up your business foundation is strategic planning. In strategic planning, there are some important questions that you'll need to ask yourself. Um, And strategic means that with purpose, with focus, right? You want to zone in on a particular area that you're trying to create a strategy for. So you want to ask yourself, for example, what do I want to experience in my business this quarter? What will I do to support my vision and goals for my business? And how will I implement the task to support my goals. And importantly, who will I be delegating all this to, right? Realizing that if you're planning on scaling your business, if you're planning on growing, you are definitely going to need to utilize the services of other professionals to help you get there, right? Um, And this is very, very key. Here's the third core area is have I developed a power team outline? Okay, so I just got through saying that, you know, if you're going to scale your business, if you're going to want to move your business forward, you're going to need to utilize the services of the professionals. Well, that's exactly what creating a power team is all about. It is identifying professionals whom you're going to need their services on a frequent basis, right? Some examples of that might be a web designer. It might be a social media manager. It might be someone um, to do copywriting and writing your articles for your website. It may be an event planner. Each business should be uh should have a power team outline that is customized to them so you want to start with first creating that outline and then after that outline is created identifying like maybe some of the most important um professional services that you're going to need right Then what you want to do is you want to go about looking for each of those individuals. So there's a vetting process that has to occur. You're going to ask other business associates, other individuals, maybe who you admire. For example, you admire uh, a website that your business associate has, and it looks very nice. It's very user-friendly. So you may ask them, who are you using as your web designer? So again, Vetting is very important. So it just doesn't mean asking for a referral. It also means calling the person and establishing a rapport and asking them for references and checking those references, which is so very, very important. Core area number four is all about automation. And you really have to ask yourself this question, have I automated my marketing? Because we're living in a time where technology is so extremely useful in small business, right? This is how many small business owners have been able to have just a very small team, but build million-dollar and multi-million-dollar companies. And so as a small business owner, you really need to pay attention to automation and how it plays a role in your small business. And last in the five core areas under question one about setting your business foundation, you need to ask yourself the question, am I prepared to receive the money? Now, what money are we talking about? Well, we're talking about sales here. We're talking about compensation. We're talking about monies that you receive in exchange for providing a product or a service. And what I have found is that a lot of business women may have certain things in place, but this one area might be a weak spot. And so you want to make sure that you have your business checking account set up because you can't have a um, merchant account without having that business checking account. Now, you could use your personal account, but then again, that would be co money, right? So you want to stray away from that. And you want to have a business checking account. You want to have have a really good bookkeeping system, you want to have a merchant account to accept credit cards, and you want to definitely be the queen of your cash flow, right? You want to be able to um, create projected cash flows, you want to be able to create current cash flows, the money um, coming in and money moving out of your business, you want to be able to read that properly. So I've just given you the five core areas of setting up your business foundation. I want you to really take heart to these things and make sure that you have put these things in check for yourself. Here's number two. What are my top three business goals this month, right? So we're looking at this month of January. What are your top three business goals? And the thing about it is that you want to make sure that you you basically manage your business and you run your business system from a perspective of goal setting. And so you shouldn't have more than three major goals each month for your business, because you have to remember that after you declare what each of the goals are, then you have to create tasks to actually support those particular goals. And they may be more than you know one or two tasks it could be multiple tasks so you don't want to overload and overwhelm yourself so ask yourself that question what are my top three business goals this month and be very aware of it should be relevant to what it is that you want to experience with uh, in your business is it is it supporting a vision that you may have for the quarter of what it is that you want to experience moving on to question three and the five questions of business leadership Do I have my power team in place? Now, if you remember, in the foundation question number one, we asked you, um, you know, do you have your power team outlined? In other words, have you even planned for a power team? But this question is saying, do you actually have it in place? So if you don't, that means that you have got to create a plan to put it in place. Here's question number four. Am I being consistent with marketing and communication? And yet, am I being consistent with marketing and communication? We talked about the importance of really taking a look at marketing automation, how it can help your business to grow, uh, how you can take advantage of, you know, automated email marketing, autoresponders, you know, uh, automated appointment calendars, all of those things that can, can really, really help you to grow your business. But being consistent with marketing and communications is vital. Why? It is vital because It is the consistency of marketing and the repetitiveness of people seeing what you offer and what you do that can spark change um, within people. People may want your service or when someone is talking about your type of service in front of them, it will spark their memory to say, hey, I know someone um, that offers that particular service or that particular product. And so consistent marketing and communication is important. And email is still consider the number one way to communicate. Here's the thing, and I think this is the confusion that that is going on about email marketing. You know, a lot of people experience a lot of spam mail coming in, and as a result, they don't pay attention as much to their email. But here's the thing. If you are marketing via an email marketing software platform like MailChimp or Constant Contact or MailerLite, which is one that I recommend, Um, the key here is, is that you really want people to freely opt in to your email. You don't want to just go to a networking event or talk to someone on the phone or happen to find someone's email address and then just start adding their emails to your mailing list and start flooding them with emails. This is an old way that used to be, it used to be done and it wasn't effective then and it's not effective now. When someone purposely opts into your email, I can tell you right now that they are going to pay more attention to what you have to say. So the key here is, is to first of all, let your emails be authentic. Even if you feel like, well, I've got 500 emails here. Well, you really want to Calm yourself down, first of all, and say, well, I may have 500 emails, but those emails are not as valuable because those people did not all opt in. So you really want to select those ones that actually opted in. So that's key, right? If you don't have an opt-in system set up yet or a funnel system set up for people to opt in, then mark, write that down because this is the first step to consistent marketing and communications. Okay, And last but not least, number five in the five questions of business leadership on a scale of one to 10, what's your belief level? Now, this is a powerful question, and it's one where you have to be authentic and real with your own self. Am I saying that we lie to ourselves Oh, absolutely. Yes, we do all the time because we we sometimes want to make ourselves feel better. We want to make ourselves, um, you know, we want to take the fear away. We don't want to look at certain things that, that we feel overwhelmed about, right? But you really have to be real with yourself here about your belief level because your belief level rules everything because it's stems from your subconscious mind. So your belief level is tied directly into your emotions. It's tied into your opinions. It's tied into your experiences, right? It's tied into your thoughts, your ideas, and your vision. It's tied into all of that. And yes, it's tied totally into how you were brought up and what your parents' beliefs are or the beliefs of those who raised you. So you have to be careful here because what you need to know is that every belief is not always true. Every belief is not always going to enhance your life, okay? And so the type of belief that you actually need is a belief that's going to enhance your life, a belief that's going to give you unshakable faith in yourself, right? And that's that level of belief so deeply rooted, it compels you to take swift and immediate action. So if you're taking action, you see your goals being accomplished, your to-do items are being marked complete, and your checklist is, is is intact, you know, and and it's guiding you, then literally you are taking swift action and you're seeing things done and your belief level is working, right? One of the things I like to tell people when they come up with new business ideas, new projects, or what have you, is I always ask the question, hey, this sounds like a great idea, but you need to ask yourself, what beliefs do you need to have in place in order for this to be successful? You have to be clear on that. One of the reasons why I ask that question is because when you are the creator of something, You also have to guard yourself and you have to make sure that you are ready to battle um, some of the challenges and the obstacles that you may go through. Not everybody goes through those things, but most people do. You also have to be ready to guard yourself against the naysayers and against all of those forces that have a tendency to want to work against you and take away instead of enhance. And so your belief is going to be strongly important in this. And there are different types of beliefs that are necessary and needed in order to support you to be a successful businesswoman or successful with whatever you purpose to do. So keep that in mind. Always ask yourself, what beliefs do I need to have in place? in order for me to be successful about this and you know and jot those things down you know sometimes i just really feel that as women and business women we don't we don't plan enough i think it's because somehow we have developed a habit of belief that unless we are seeing something positively happening right away or unless we're getting the money right away in business that um it's not happening and so therefore we don't place a lot of value on planning and the and the execution um of creating a successful business as much as getting the money. But don't you know that planning and laying out the right foundation is the beginning of generating a great income. It is the beginning of being successful. So I want you guys to pay close attention to that. Okay, we've wrapped that up, the five questions of uh, leadership. For our business, and again, you can um, get those questions if you need to copy and paste those into a, a document so that you can print it out and have it ready to go over. You can get those from the member portal at Women About Biz. So if you are a free bronze club member or a silver club member, um, then you already know to go to member.womenaboutbiz.net. Again, that's member. Women About Business, B-I-Z as dot zebra.net, Go there and log in. If you're not a member yet and you want to be, simply join as a free member first, um, and go ahead and and get acclimated and and learn all about who we are as a family of business women and how we might be able to help you. Um, also. I want to go ahead and move right on into preparing your mind for greatness. You guys know that this is something that's dear to my heart and it's something that I do very frequently throughout the day sometimes. And so again, I want to remind you that if you're wanting to be the queen of your empire, meaning that you want to receive an it the inheritance that God has given you to rule over all of the things that you vision and purpose to do in life and become that queen of your own empire, then it's very, very important for you to prepare your mind for greatness. It's one of the steps that you must go through and take every single day in order to be prepared, right? Right. And what is it? What is it that you should be doing? Well, here's step one. When you first wake up, when you open your eyes and recognize that you're awake. Don't even put your feet on the floor. Sit up in the bed and automatically go into gratitude, thanking God for allowing you to wake up to yet another day. God wants us to recognize our new days, right? Every single day, he gives us all of these beautiful minutes and seconds of life, and we have to be grateful for it. Step two, pray or meditate, right? Pray or meditate. You know, gather your thoughts. Pray for others. Pray for uh, yourself and for your business, right? And then step three is repeat customized affirmations that you have created for yourself. Now, you guys know I talk about this quite often, that we can be, you know, inspired and motivated by so many people, right? But when it comes to In, you know, motivation and personal power, it is about us motivating ourselves so that we can become and grow to be extremely self-directed, self-purposed, right? In order to do that, we need to create our own customized affirmations because nobody knows us like we do, right? Very, very key here. So. You can create short, customized affirmations on 3 x 5 index cards. You can even buy the index card box along with the tab dividers, and you can create custom affirmations over time that relate to different topics or subjects, right? Very important, based on your personality, based on things that you deal with, things that you go through. But repeat these affirmations. Decide on the affirmation you're going to use, and then repeat it throughout the day for strength to help you strengthen yourself lastly as I talk about preparing your mind for greatness I want to give you Philippians 4 6 through 8 it says do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God and the peace of God oh this is my favorite part And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. He goes on to say, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on these things, right? In other words, keep yourself guarded. Keep yourself on good things, on pure thoughts, on things of of greatness, on things of success, which is so very important. And I want to recall this one, one piece of the passage that it motivates me so much. And the peace of God, which the path of all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In other words, there are going to be some things that we don't understand. There are going to be some things that um, we we don't even think about praying for, asking for. But God knows what those things are, and it surpasses our understanding. But He has our back. He is going to guard our hearts, and He's going to guard our minds through Christ Jesus. He's going to do that automatically for us, and that is so absolutely beautiful so i want you to think on these things you need to know that god wants great things for you queen don't wait to be validated by anyone don't wait for anyone to give you authority because god from the time you were born already validated you he already gave you the authority to go out and be a person of greatness you were meant to be great you were meant to be successful. So very, very important. You can take that to the bank, right? Absolutely. Okay, we're going to go ahead and we're going to move right on into just a few announcements. I want to go over to the Crown Club, and of course, that is our member portal. Uh, Whether you are a a free member in the Bronze Crown Club or uh, our Silver Crown Club members, we want you to know that we've got you, and we want you to continue to utilize the services, the resources, and all of the things that we have in store for you right over at the Crown Club. You can go to member.com net. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about some of the things going on over in um, the Crown Club at Women About Biz. Well, first of all, we've got our clarity and our focus challenge going on. I'm so excited about this challenge because this challenge is helping a lot of people, and participants who are in the challenge are really having aha moments, and they're saying they now understand why um, clarity is not something that you just do every now and then, but in order to keep ourselves grounded, in order to keep ourselves focused on the on where we're going with purpose and with understanding, clarity is something of necessary we must work on every day by asking ourselves, what is it that I want to experience? What is it that based on the vision that I've set forth, what should I be experiencing, right? And so again, the clarity and focus challenge is going on right now. If you are a member of Women About Biz and you want to participate in the clarity and the focus challenge, you first must go Um, to the main Women About Biz website, womenaboutbiz.net, click on um, coaching and then uh, coaching programs. And from there, click on the clarity uh, and focus challenge, and go ahead and get yourself registered. Now, if you are a Silver member, it is automatically included in your membership, and all you need to do is go in the left-hand menu down to Coaching Programs, click on Clarity and Focus, and then simply just join uh, that particular channel, and you'll automatically be in there. And we've already got uh, instructions for getting started. And um, week one schedule is there. Uh, of course, we're in week two of the we're in week two of the challenge, but that's okay. You can catch up or you can just be behind a week and catch up when you can. So again, the clarity and focus challenge is going on. One of the things that we actually talked about on last Monday during our clarity call, we talked about the importance of knowing what your core values really are. Core values are very, very important because it's those things that you stand by and you stand up for, that you advocate for, that you believe in, that actually creates who you are and how you respond to things. And so right now... Um, everybody is working on their on their core values and they're working on um, what it is that they want to see happen as a result of their core values, who they should say yes to and what they should say no to. So again, we're working on all of those things. So you know come on and join the clarity and focus. Um, challenge with us. We welcome anyone that wants to uh, come aboard. There, we also have our monthly goal setting going on. This is ongoing, and each month we create at Women About Biz a brand new monthly goals planner for business women, where you're able to plan your goals and um, put yourself uh, in check have some type of accountability system. And so again, if you are a member already at Women About Biz and you haven't downloaded the Goals Planner for January, go ahead and get that done. Uh, everyone gets a three-ring notebook binder, and then they get the Avery um, uh, monthly tab dividers. So each month, they just print off the goals planner and put it in that month's corresponding tab, right? And then they're able to work on their business. They're able to plan their business and be able to also go back and look at other months um, to, to see their progression, to see their growth. So, again, the monthly goal setting group is going strong, and the January um, planner is already there, and uh, many people have downloaded, and hopefully you'll get that opportunity uh to download it as well if you haven't already, I want you guys to listen to the two envelopes by Napoleon Hill Napoleon Hill, in my opinion, just listening to all of his speeches I don't know him personally because he he is gone long gone, right, um, but I admire his speaking ability, and the words that he spoke were profound, okay? Uh, Considered one of the most prolific speakers and personal development change agents, he gives us an analogy of the choices we have in life when it comes to success, and he does that. Uh, and shares with us what and what he learned from Andrew Carnegie, and he tells us the story of the two envelopes. So I have been fortunate to get my hands on this noted topic. It's only, I think it's only about, you know, seven to eight minutes long, but it's right in the goal setting um, channel at Women About This. It's also, I also put it in the uh, audio library as well. And if you have not listened to it, trust me, this is something that once you hear it, you'll be thinking about it all day long because it is that profound that he talks about the two envelopes. So make sure that you absolutely check that out. Over in the Knowledge Center in our member portal, we've got some great articles for you in business productivity. We've got how to properly or outsource help. Five Ways to Be Grateful in Times of uh, Challenge. We also talk about uh, five ways to prepare your business for the new year. You need to go in and you need to read some of these in-depth how-to articles that we have available for you. Uh, If you're in the business startup phase, you definitely want to... uh, visit the Business Startup Channel. So many wonderful articles. We've got a great business startup checklist. We also have the working business plan outline in full detail in the Business Startup Channel as well. So that's something that you definitely uh, may want to get for yourself, okay? We also, for those who are silver members, we have business finances, business marketing, business productivity, and business networking channels giving um, detailed how-to articles on how to do certain things as it's relevant to that particular topic. So, again, want to remind all of you on that. Keep in mind, Also, to mark your calendar, if you are in the Clarity and Focus Challenge, to mark your calendar for every Monday at 7.30 p.m. In lieu of our our regular goal-setting calls that we have, we're going to be having all through the month of January on Mondays at 7.30, we will be having the Clarity Call. So definitely um, make sure you mark that. Also, if you are already a member, don't forget that all of the events that we have can be RSVP for right in the member portal, that's where you should be uh, registering for those events. And once registered, then Either the event webinar link will show up for you to copy and paste and, and join in, or um, if, it's a, if it's just a call, the call phone number and code will show up for you. So again, I want to remind you that everything that you need is self-contained right in the member portal when it comes to participating in activities at Women About Biz. Don't forget that this podcast is also in the member portal and you can listen to multiple replays of our previous broadcasts. Uh, Simply click on podcast and then select Successful Woman Radio and you will be able to listen to a lot of our previous broadcasted shows. And if you want to you know, copy and paste the five questions of business leadership, then click on also under podcast resources shared, and you can copy and then paste that into a Word or a Google Doc for yourself, and you'll have those questions. So again, um, I want to remind everybody that this month we are carrying over the five questions of business leadership from last year because it's just that powerful and because it's talking about really creating your foundation for your business. So definitely make sure you get yourself a copy of that. We're going to go ahead quickly and go right into our topic for today, launching your small business. Now, listen up, Queens. You may already have your business. You may be, oh, I'm going to click off right now because I've been running my business for five years. But I just. going to be honest with you, I want everyone to listen to these things that I'm getting ready to share, because even if you're already in business, you may have to back up and do some of this stuff, right? So listen to this and make sure you take notes. So, you know, it is never ideal to start a business without careful planning, right? We talk about that as we looked at the five questions of business leadership. Planning is something that's just not one time. It is continuous and ongoing. As a matter of fact, as the CEO of your business, you should have at least one day that you do nothing but planning and overseeing your business, overviewing and looking at and reviewing and looking at how your business is doing overall. You should have some type of accountability system in place so no matter how small your business may be you know planning is essential and there are different strategies needed to start a business and it takes careful planning to ensure its success and yep longevity so i'm going to give you some tips that will help you to strategize the launch of your new business your new you know consider it's the same The same instructions for even if it's not a new business, if you're thinking about creating a new division in your company or a new service or a new product or anything that is new that you're getting ready to incorporate, consider this the same. It it really is, okay? So the first thing that you want to do, you really want to define your business idea and your target market. You want to ask yourself, right? You know, who are my target market. You know, who is my target market? You want to make sure that you're clear on the audience, on the people that you are actually servicing. And I want to just say this right quick, and this goes for both startups and for those of you that are trying to grow your business and you're not getting any results on your marketing. Oftentimes, most small business owners have it wrong as to who their target market is now why is it why is it that they have it wrong well they failed to conduct thorough market research to help them to understand their own industry they failed to take a look at their competitors and they failed to look at uh, and build a character profile for their potential customers so as a, as a result oftentimes they may be marketing to the wrong people when you know your your target audience even if you're not 100% sure i don't think any of us are ever 100% sure but when you when you know your target marketing you're pretty clear on it it allows you to formalize and to really create good marketing campaigns based on that particular group of individuals Okay, And it helps you to use keywords and phrases that that particular group uses so that they can find you when they go into Google and they actually start looking for your type of service or product, and they're using those keywords or phrases, then you will have used those same keywords and phrases on your website page, in your social media marketing, on your fan page or business page on LinkedIn, in your articles, you would have used those keywords, those keyword phrases. So that's why it's so important to really be in tune with your target market, right? So you really want to build a character profile. For example, you want to know their age. You want to know if it's male or female or both. You want to know their income bracket, right? You want to know um, where where do they hang out most so on social media? Is, is it in a particular uh, group? Uh, do they hang out more on Facebook? Do they look at more on LinkedIn or Twitter? Where do they hang out at, right? And so that's what you are looking for, right? Doing this groundwork is going to help you to identify gaps in the market and help you position yourself and your business effectively to bridge the gap in those areas. And it's going to help you to get inquiries and get people opting in to your website. The second thing is you want to create a a business plan. You want to create a comprehensive business plan. You know, we talked last Monday about business plans, and I shared the the two different plans, the executive plan and the working business plan. But keep in mind that a well-crafted business plan can indeed serve as a roadmap to what it is that you want to do. Uh, take, Take this into example. What I have learned is that A lot of small business owners have a tendency to create a business plan, but never have any intention on following the directions of the plan itself. Now, how crazy is that? And yet more than 80% of small businesses that create business plans, Mm -hmm. they they don't follow the plan. You must create a business plan that you can use as a blueprint. In other words, you put your belief and your faith in the plan because it was properly created, right? That's very, very important. I want you to remember that a really solid business plan guides you and attracts investors. lenders who may be crucial for your startup success, and it may be crucial just for you to have a blueprint to follow. It's not that the business plan is so perfect that it's going to guarantee your success, but I tell you what it will do. When things aren't working, when you, when you need to figure out what you need to do to improve your business or to improve the system that you're using, you'll always be able to go back to the business plan. If you've been using it, tweak it and create new strategies to help your business to get, to get going or to grow. So very, very important. The next thing is choosing that legal structure and registering your business. Um, We talked about this again with the five questions of business leadership, but you have to decide on that legal structure that best suits your business, such as sole proprietorship, partnerships, or LLC, right? So a sole proprietorship simply means that you're not incorporated but you probably have gotten a business license uh, within your city or your county, okay? And you therefore are running the business as a sole proprietor. Now, what I can tell you is that you may end up paying higher taxes as a sole proprietor, but it's nothing wrong if you're not ready to incorporate yet, okay? Um, The next type of business structure is a partnership, right? And there are a few things that will be needed if you are going through a partnership. The first thing that I think is very, very key is that you definitely need to schedule a business consultation as partners, and you really need to brainstorm and talk to the business consultant about what to look out for as business partners or if you should be business partners. Because some people just automatically think they should do a partnership when in and um in all honesty, they really just need to do a collaboration. So definitely you want to know the difference between those two. Very, very important. Um, the other type, of course, is an LLC. And as an LLC, what you need to know is that the LLC is just not uh, its not one directional, meaning it's not just I have an LLC, so there's nothing else I have to do. Here's what you need to know. When you have an LLC, there's two directions that you can take with the LLC. Some states require that all an LLC need is just one person. And then some states require you to have more than one person in order to form an LLC. So it's just dependent upon the state, right? However, as you form your LLC, you have the option from a tax perspective of filing your 1040 loan form along with the Schedule C and claiming all of your, uh, all of your LLC income. You can do that. Is there anything wrong with that? Um, not necessarily but what I can tell you is that you might be putting yourself in a predicament to lose some of the personal assets, asset protection that the LLC actually gives you uh, because you are filing your taxes as a personal individual and not as a corporation. So, you know, sometimes you have to take a look at that. However, as a LLC, you can also be looked at according to the IRS as an S corporation for the purpose of filing a separate Form 1120-S as a corporation altogether, and they still allow you to do just a single pass-through for that LLC. In other words, you can... Uh, you'll be able to just pay a a one set percentage of taxes to the IRS and not have to worry about paying taxes for yourself as an individual, as an employee, and then taxes to the IRS. So they allow you to have what's called a single pass-through. But then you also have uh, the S-Corporation where if you want to be an employee, of your company, because you're trying to build your business credit, you are going to want to be able to utilize your income tax Uh, statements for the purpose of proving uh, the amount of income you're bringing in, especially when you're trying to buy a new house, buy a new car, and all those different things. Uh, You have to show proof of income. uh, Then you want to, under an S corporation, be able to become an employee of the company uh, so that you can actually do that. Then there's the C corporation. The C corporation is a full-blown corporation. Uh, There is a double taxation when it comes to the C corporation because you're having to pay taxes on yourself and you're having to pay taxes on the company as well, right? And if you have any employees, you're also having to pay taxes on your employees um, and report Social Security and all those other things. So that's a full C corporation. You know, when you're a solopreneur or you're a very small business, you're working from home, um, C Corporation is definitely not the direction that you're trying to go right now. You're really trying to stay either as a sole proprietor or you're trying to go ahead and create that LLC. And so again, my recommendation Is definitely the LLC as well. Um, So I want to definitely recommend to all of you who are listening to this particular episode, don't forget that you can schedule a free power talk with me through Women About Biz. If you want to talk about the right business formation for yourself, what to look at from a tax perspective, um, you definitely want to give me a call. Uh, You definitely want to schedule that power talk, that free coaching session where you can talk just about you know formation um, business formation for yourself you can do that by going to womenaboutbiz.net and once you've gotten there on the same home page just scroll beneath the banner at the top and you'll see schedule power talk okay you can also go to coaching Um, at womenaboutbiz.net and you can schedule a Power Talk there. For those of you that are already members of Women About Biz, when you log into your member portal, you know that you can go down to the coaching section, select schedule Power Talk and get your, your Power Talk scheduled. Silver members have a free coaching session at the top of every quarter, okay? And um, if you are a new bronze member, you get one free Power Talk as well. So again, if you're a member, go right into the portal and schedule your Power Talk. If you are a guest, you're listening to the show, and you want to have a Power Talk, you're not ready to join yet, that's fine. Simply go to womenaboutbiz.net. On the homepage, scroll beneath the banner at the top, and you'll see schedule Power Talk and get your Power Talk scheduled right away. We're going to keep going on as we're talking about launching a small business. And I hope that those of you who already have a business going, I'm sure you probably have some aha moments like, oh, yeah, I need to do that. And I need to do that. Okay? Um, we're gonna go next and talk about uh securing funding for yourself as a small business. Again, securing funding for yourself as a small business. You know, it's important to determine how much business capital you're gonna need um, to get your business going. Or if you're already in business, it's important to look at how much money you're gonna need to advertise and to start marketing your business, right? The one thing I do know, which is for sure, every business needs to have a budget, a budget where they are. Um, budgeting for marketing, budgeting for supplies, and things that are needed for the business, okay? So it's going to be important for you to explore various funding options, including your personal savings, your uh, getting loans, um, grants, and investors. So you have to kind of look at all of that. So having a clear understanding of your financial needs will help you to really make informed decisions about your funding source, what's going to help you to have that clear understanding? A cash flow worksheet, okay? A cash flow worksheet. If you are a member of Women About Biz, all you need to do is just go look in the library okay and once you're in the library go look up under the box that says business templates and the cash flow spreadsheet template is already there for you to um to look at. You can download the PDF instructions, and then it also gives you a link to go and download an actual copy of the spreadsheet in Google uh, in Google Sheets for yourself, okay? So definitely take a look at that. But what the cash flow is all about is that it allows you to either utilize it as a bookkeeping system until you decide what bookkeeping system you're going to have. It allows you to do a projected cash flow, which as a new business, Business or a startup, that's what you want to do is a projected cash flow, or as an existing business that's trying to grow or trying to uh, start a new service or, or a new product or a new project going on, you definitely also want to do a projected cash flow. So the cash flow, what it does is it allows you to state all of the projected incoming Sales, Okay, in various areas. So you have a incoming sales section where you're going to list each of the services and or products that you have for sale, how much you're going to be making each month in those areas. Okay, and, and this is allowing you also to know how many clients you're going to need in order for you to meet those sales goals. And then below that are expenses. And you're going to list out all of the things that you need to have expenses for everything from uh, your your merchant account fees, your banking fees, um, your virtual assistant fees, any any professional services fees, any fees that you're needing to have either one time or on a monthly basis, they need to be listed out under expenses. And what happens is that the expenses, the total amount of the expenses is deducted from the total amount of sales, and that leaves you with what the net profit would actually be, okay? Okay. In in creating a, a cash flow for your business plan, when you're able to see that, though, you're also able to carry over what the net cash flow would be throughout, you know, let's say a one year period, and able you're able to to actually see that. And what that helps investors to see is how realistic you are in generating the uh, the revenue that's going to stream through your business. They're taking a look at all of the numbers and looking at that to see if it actually does this make sense or is this too inflated? Is is this is it too much? Um, And so it's not unusual for investors to call uh, a small business owner who's looking for a loan and say, you know, um, this. Cash flow is inflated, and we need you to give us a more real-time projection. Um, And they have to go back to the drawing board and go back and take a look at everything and provide a new cash flow projection to the investors. So again, the cash flow is very, very important. You can't overlook it. It's something that's very, very key. And I can't tell you how much it's really, really helpful. It has stopped me from making mistakes. It it stopped me from doing a lot of wrong things um, in my business. So it's something that you definitely need to be paying attention to. And then next, you need to look at developing a marketing strategy. Okay. And we talked about this in the five questions of business leadership, but I want you to understand that it's important for you to identify your unique selling position, USP, and to create a consistent brand image. Keep those things in mind. And then, of course, you got to build your power team, and you have to make sure that you are definitely uh, automated and utilizing technology. Don't forget that. So that's all I have on starting strong and launching your business. I trust that you guys have been taking notes and that you are going to be able to incorporate some of the things that I have shared with you today in your business. Stay strong and remember that God has your back. He wants you to be a living testimony of goodness, of kindness, and of success. So don't forget you are the queen of your own empire. If you're not a member yet, make sure you join. And if you're not ready to join, okay, keep on listening because you know we love you anyway. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.